everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the My Tech Decisions Podcast. Today's episode is about IT's responsibilities when the organization is conducting a merger or acquisition. To talk about this is a special guest, uh, Taryn Rodabaugh, the CIO of Tire Manufacturer Bridgestone Americas. According to Taryn, IT has some of the biggest, biggest responsibilities, including migrating new employees onto the parent company systems and ensuring the security of both organizations during what can sometimes be a learning experience for all parties. Before we get to the interview, here's a quick reminder to download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. And now here's Taryn. I got uh, the idea for this piece. Um, so our company um, is owned by Emerald Expositions. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. They're a pretty big um, tr- uh, events and trade show company. And um, they are right now completing an acquisition of a, of a, a cannabis media and trade show company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they're, they're pretty sizable. Um, so I was actually uh, at, a, at a company event talking to our CEO. I was like, I mean, as an IT journalist, you know, what what are the challenges uh, when you're kind of, you know, incorporating, um, you know, the new company's IT assets and years? And he was like, oh, this is a topic for a very much longer conversation. Um, so I had that conversation with him. Um, then I started reaching out to uh, to other other uh, tech managers, CIOs, and um, you know, uh, C-suite tech executives, et cetera. Um, so I guess first I'll open it with a, with a general question. You know, what's what's on your mind as a CIO when you're, um, you know, considering, um, you know, acquiring um, or merging with another company? The first thing that I need to understand is the purpose behind the acquisition. So many times um, that's going to completely sway where I'm going to focus my energy as it relates to IT and the technology within the company. So, for example, um, if we are looking to acquire a company and consolidate uh, either the market or we have a lot of you know, synergies where combining the two companies, but in our core business, um, then then the focus is very different than if we're acquiring a new company because they have a whole new customer base, a new um, business model, some unique IP that we're looking to acquire. And what we really want to do is preserve that uniqueness and use it to expand our current footprint. And so the, it creates a pretty significant why, um, why in the letter sense, not why in the, why are we right. doing this sense, right. Um, right. in order to, in order to understand, okay, then what are the next steps as it relates to technology for the firm? Um, so if they're smaller, do you generally uh, bring them onto uh, your your systems, or is there are there any scenarios in which you know you would um, you know they would continue using their own systems systems and processes? Yes. It, um, so I'll start with um, kind of going back to the why again. So regardless of which way you're going to go, there are certain things that you're going to evaluate. Um, you're going to evaluate what assets they have and where there's overlap. You're going to evaluate what security risks they might have already mm-hmm. embedded there in their environment or with their technical debt. 
Um, you're going to evaluate how the two could combine depending on what the overall business objective is. So when you ask, you know, is it always the big, you know, overtaking the small, I would say not always. It very much goes back to depending on the why. So if you are consolidating on a standard business model, whether uh, you're you know, similar to where you talked about the media and trade show, it sounds like it's a very similar business model. They might have some complementary products within that business model, in which case a lot of the value is through the integration of those two. And from an IT perspective, the value becomes or comes from consolidating the systems down um, and eliminating duplication, right. creating efficiency, um, as much efficiency as possible with everybody that's working in both the small and the large companies so that it's much more seamless. For those companies where big company is buying startup, uh, for example, the way Bridgestone has recently purchased Azuga, um, and we did WebFleet Solutions several years ago, we certainly do not want to swallow the small company. We actually want it to continue to operate almost arm's length away so that it can continue to, to run at speed and without the um, cumbersomeness that generally comes with a large company. Uh, so a lot of our systems will remain independent. And what we focus on combining or aligning on are where there's um, your, your identity and access management, some of your cybersecurity controls, because right. you want to make sure that they gain the benefit from your scale right. uh, of right. those from a startup perspective. But you don't want to roll them into your operations and encumber them with what may be older and more legacy systems. Right. Um, so those smaller companies um, uh, might not even have any any on-staff IT folks, you know, of, of your level. And I'm assuming a lot of them probably outsource that to MSPs or MSSPs. Um, so uh, how much um, conversations are, are you having with, with those service providers? Uh, from my experience, many of them are small enough and nimble enough that they don't need a an outsourced service provider or even an MSSP. Mm. So the systems that they're using aren't as complex to run their enterprise or run their systems to right. warrant that. Um, so they have a couple IT team members on staff, many times um, at least where they're small and you're buying them for their IP or their new business model, they, there are so many IT people, the whole company is that way. And so they don't need the same level of staff to run their operations the way gotcha. a large corporation would. Um, and so having the conversation directly with the CTO that generally owns enterprise as well as their new digital platform um, gives enough information to know where you need to focus in order to, to integrate, to get the most value. Mm -hmm. um, how often, you know, when you're, you know, uh, you know, having these, these conversations, actually, I'm sorry, let me back up. Um, who, who are the, those stakeholders at that, you know, a company you're acquiring that, um, you know, need to be part of the conversation? I assume, um, you know, a CIO or someone else on, on your level of tech management. But, um, you know, do you go, go down into the weeds with, like, the uh, system admins or, or, you know, IT managers or cybersecurity folks? 
I would say that the depth um, within the organization increases over time. So mm-hmm. as you start just evaluating what types of companies you might want to acquire, it tends to be um, very uh, secretive. It's classified information. Yeah. There's very few people that are engaged, right. and it tends to stay relatively at a high level. As you get into um, the more robust evaluation, then it goes into infrastructure managers, security managers, uh you're certainly including up your other business stakeholders and then and then post um, final acquisition, it really starts to engage individual teammates or employees in order to either consolidate the way we talked about for a larger acquisition within the same business model or harden the security uh, create more collaboration tools or enable collaboration tools across the two companies. Those types right. of things start to involve the employees. Um, how often, you know, when you're having those conversations, do you, um, how much of is it, of it is a learning process, uh, you know, for how you guys, you know, um, sorry, let me rephrase that question. Uh, how much of it is a learning process uh, for you, when you're, you know, evaluating the tools they use and, um, you know, how often do you learn, you know, that you can, you guys can do something better when you're talking to these, uh, these, you know, IT folks about what they do at, at that smaller company? Um, you know, I do think that there is a lot to learn from the new startups. And I think that's why in many cases you want to keep them a bit arm's length away because they haven't learned all the lessons of operating in a big enterprise that end up um, slowing you down. And in this day and age, especially as things are evolving so quickly, they, you know, the way in which they operate, the way they make decisions, uh, it's much more rapid. And so I think that there are cultural things that you learn from them um, and they aren't encumbered by, hundred years of legacy technology. Right. And so you do learn how they've architected things fully modern, right? Mm. Greenfield, uh, where we always have to architect our solutions, thinking about both where we want to go as well as everything that we have to continue to operate. Right. Um, so I wouldn't be a good IT journalist if I didn't ask about uh, cybersecurity considerations. Um, so that's probably going to be your longest answer. So, you know, when do you start having those those cyber conversations? Is that is that you know probably one of the first conversations you have? Yes. Yeah, cybersecurity um, is is one of the most important conversations to have because it's critical to understand what you're buying. You know, mm. there are horror stories you can read them in the news where companies. Yeah did that acquisition and then found out that there was a vulnerability that was exploited in that purchased company for years. And that has a tremendous impact, not only on your operations, but on your brand. So having, having a high level understanding of how strong they are in cybersecurity, how strong they are in their control environment starts to give you an idea of where you might have potential risks for you to dive deeper um, or for you to understand what are the actions that you need to take as you progress through the acquisition. 
Now, the good news is that many of these companies are um, cloud native. They're using top security because they don't have systems that, that don't comply with all the top security. It's easier for them to stay current. They're also generally small enough that they're not as much of a target mm. as it relates to uh, cybersecurity. And so there are benefits that that they have or some assets that they have when it comes to their their risk profile. Right. Right. I think the other piece that just needs to be considered as it relates to an acquisition is making sure that you understand the risk associated with the cultural fit. Because very often we think about cybersecurity as a threat from the outside. Mm. And what do we need to do in order to, you know, build the walls and build the moats and have zero trust from the outside? Because that's where our cyber risk comes from. However, when you're doing an acquisition, you have to understand and really start to evaluate what potential risk you might have from the inside. Um, And that. That is a different risk uh, level or a change in your risk level than what you might have normally. What would those insider risks be, you know, during during acquisition? Um, is it as simple as, um, you know, not everyone at that acquired company is going to, you know, make it over to the combined company? So there would be some 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 you know employee turnover. And then it's it's managing you know offboarding or. or my, my barking up the right tree here? Or? Uh, yeah. So I do think that that's, you know, one of the key ones, right? That part of what you're buying is that knowledge of that um, that company. And if it's all in their heads, you certainly don't want the employee attrition. You have to consider, yes, onboarding and do they have the right processes? Because they've probably been in growth mode, not in shrink mode. Right. You also have to recognize that many of them may choose not to work for a larger company, in which case, what risk do you have that that intellectual property is walking with them? And how do you protect that, um, those crown jewels that you just bought from uh, leaving? And and I think all of those items um, should be included in the evaluation of a company to start with, to understand how well the culture is going to mesh and, and how excited that other company is of joining. You know, our, our partnership with Azuga is a great example of where they are they are excited on how they could leverage the scale of Bridgestone in order to further develop their product. Bridgestone is excited to have them to create that new business model, but we also want to give them the freedom and the autonomy to continue to operate with speed and agility. Mm-hmm. All right. So the risk becomes lower in that case. Because it's not, you know, the big company swallowing up the the small startup. We're right. we're respecting the value that they have uh, within their own structure. Right. Um, yeah, that kind of answers the questions that, that I had listed here. Um, unless there's anything else that that uh, you know I haven't mentioned that you think needs to be considered. Um, I think that one of the elements that comes into play is the timing. So for, as we talked about, the arm's length away for some, but for others, you may be, they may be doing an acquisition, but may not necessarily have the capital available in order to do the integration at that time. 
And so, you know, as a as a CIO, understanding what the incremental investment is going to be um, against those expectations and making sure that those are aligned up front will ensure that, you know, a year from now when the CEO is saying, why the heck did they have a different email exchange? Right. You can say, because we chose not to invest in that right away. Um or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. You're able to you're able to use that investment in, in the way that's most valuable. But that that investment in length of time plays a key role um, as much as the other things that we talked about. Right, right, great. Um, very good. Well, uh, Taryn, thanks very much. I appreciate your time. Um, yeah, you've been you've been very helpful, and uh, you're you know uh, you have a ton of experience working for these. Uh, you know, really uh, reputable company. So uh, I think still, this is a valuable content. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. Glad to yeah. help. I looked at your website and it was very informative.